Praise the Lord, everyone. I am your host, Justin Teal. You are listening to Live With Intention. Today, I'm going to talk to you about friends. Grab some coffee, sit back, and enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Live With Intention podcast. Uh, today's going to be a good one. Uh, recently, well, within the last hour, I actually had this thought come into my head, and um, I wanted to sit down and record while it was fresh in my mind, talking about friends. We all need them, and hopefully you've got a few good ones. I do have some good people around me, and uh, it's important to have friends. It's important to have people that you can trust. Um, I just want to talk to you for a few minutes today about friends and what they should bring to the table and as a friend, what you should bring to the table and talk about some good, some bad. And, you know, hopefully we'll learn a little something here. Friends are important. I guess I would start there by telling you that you need friends. You cannot do this on your own. No matter where you're at in your life, no matter what you're doing, what you are, what your goals are, um, what your aspirations are, you cannot do it on your own. You need friends. God, from the beginning, uh, made it clear that it's not good for man to be alone. Of course, he was talking about a wife. He made Adam uh, a helpmate. But while that is true, that uh, it's not good for a man to be alone in the entirety of his life, he needs a wife and a wife needs a husband. We need friends. We need people who will keep us accountable, people who will lift us up when we fall um, and also be guardrails in our lives to keep us from going over the edge. Uh, we need friends. Friends are important. Amen. And and I want to share with you just a few thoughts that I have about this today. A friend when I think about a friend, of course, uh, my mind is flooded with all kinds of things. I think about some good, some bad. Um, people who call themselves friends who are really not, they're friendly, uh, but they're not really friends. And so I guess if I were to define the attributes of a friend, I would say that a friend will be present. That's a very important uh, aspect of being a friend is just to be present. I think sometimes just showing up um, is important. I have to, as a friend to others, I need to be able to show up for them. Um, If you don't show up, then it shows that you don't care. If you don't care, you cannot be a real friend. Uh, Also, a friend will be honest. Okay, I don't uh, what I don't need is people surrounding me just telling me what I want to hear. I need people who will be honest with me, people who will speak the truth in love. Um, of course, I don't want anyone bashing me or telling me how how much I get it wrong and how I'm awful and all those things. Of course, the devil does a good enough job at beating us up. We beat ourselves up, and so... That's not what I'm talking about, but a good friend, a real friend will be honest. 
A real friend will be able to speak to you, and you should allow them to speak to you and to be that voice of correction, that voice of concern. Maybe if they see you veering off in the wrong direction, seeing you slip up here and there, um, they should be able, they should have liberty in your life to be honest with you and say, look, friend, you, you are, you're obviously taking a misstep here. And so we want to correct that action before it becomes fatal. A real friend will be forgiving because none of us, no matter how long you've been living for God, no matter how good of a person you are, you are not without fault. I am not without fault. And of course, all of my friends listening right now are probably inundated with the many shortcomings that I have thinking about me. And that's okay. I don't claim to be perfect. Um, I am not always the best, but I'm striving every day to be more like Jesus and to be a good friend to my to those who surround me. But I want to be forgiving, and I want people to be forgiving towards me because I do fall short. So many times, every day I fall short. I fall short of the glory of God, just like you. I fall short in being who I am supposed to be. Sometimes I fall short of the expectations that, other people have of me. And so um, when I mess up, I need to seek forgiveness. And then hopefully a real friend will forgive you. Um, If someone cannot forgive you of some wrong that you have done, some slip up, some mistake, uh, I would look closely at that friendship and try to determine if it's a real friendship because real friends will be forgiving. Real friends will be verbal. Okay. I have found in my life that the best friends that I've ever had, the closest friends will not, um, will not let something go unsaid. Now there's a fine line here that we must be careful that we, we don't cross. There is a boundary. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you're out to, to lunch with someone, a group of friends and or a group of acquaintances and, you know, you, you have mustard all over your face or you know, something, something weird, your hair sticking up or what have you, a, a real friend will be verbal. A real friend will speak up and say, hey, you know, clean yourself up. You, you're, you look like a mess. Um, you got some mustard on your face or your hair is a mess or, you know, a bug just flew in your hair, whatever it is. A real friend will be verbal. They will not let you go um, without being told. And, and, and that can ultimately lead to pain, hurt, and uh, you being the, the raw end of many jokes. And, and so a real friend will be verbal. A real friend will be visual. Okay. Um, and this goes both ways. All of these things that I'm going to talk about go both ways. We should... Um, we should be all of these things, and we would hope that our friends would be these things towards us. A real friend will be visual. They will be looking for not to judge you. We should not look to others to judge them, but we should uh, keep our eyes open so that we might protect our friends. And if we see something, say something. Okay. I worked a long time and 
the safety uh, realm of things. I was a safety coordinator, manager, whatever you want to call it, for a long time. And uh, that's one of the very popular slogans in the safety industry is see something, say something. Uh, because if it goes without being said and, and you saw it, well, then you're at fault. You you could have prevented something, uh, but you didn't. But you saw it. So if you see something, say something. Um, a, a real friend will be watchful. Um, I am blessed and honored to be a part of a, a new uh, podcast group called The Watchman with Brother Touchstone and Brother Kegabine. Um, quick plug for them. Go go look them up and subscribe to everything that they're doing uh, around the table with Brother Touchstone on Facebook and also the Bible Bulletin. Brother Kegabine, you will be blessed by listening to them. But uh, a real friend will be watchful. Keep your eyes open and look for dangers that may be lurking just around the corner of your friends. And I would hope that my friends are watching out for me as well. A real friend will be encouraging. Speak words of affirmation. The Bible says to edify one another daily. To edify is to lift one another up. We should lift one another up and encourage one another. We should not be a voice of discouragement. We should not, as a friend, uh, be a naysayer. Now, there again, we must give people liberty to be honest with us. And so if something is a bad idea or if if they maybe have some experience in some area that you are about to travel down and they know that it's not going to be good for your health or for you in one way or another, then their their honesty may outweigh their encouragement in that moment. And that's okay. We have to trust our friends to to judge when to be more honest than encouraging. I, I don't want friends to encourage me um, just because they know I like encouragement. And I, if, if it's more beneficial for me, the recipient, to uh, receive honesty uh, and and verbal uh, caution, then I would say give me that more so than just encourage me to go and 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 because I might get in mess. So we want to be encouraging. And lastly, uh, accepting. Accept one another. Now that is not to say um, that we accept people and their sins and their decisions, and we we turn a blind eye to to sin. We don't. Um, I think that you disqualify yourself if you decide to be silent when a friend is making a wrong choice. Now, we don't condemn people. We are not their judge. But in love, we can speak to people and and be accepting, um, not of their sin, but of who they are as a person because everyone is different and everyone has their own unique um attributes and things about themselves, I, uh, personalities, things of these nature. Um, people are different. Everyone is a little bit different. And, and thank God that we're all not cookie-cutter Christians. And there are differences about us. And I might do one thing one way and another person another way, but that does not mean that 
Um, you should accept me and not them or them and not me. So we want to be accepting. Some scripture here to, to, to back up some of what I'm saying. Of course, the word of God is our foundation for everything that we're going to talk about here on Live With Intention. Uh, so some scriptures that I'll throw out at you, Proverbs 18, 24, uh, and, and of course, Proverbs, the whole book of Proverbs is a great place to go and learn about what it means to be a good friend. Some that stick out to me would be Proverbs eighteen twenty four, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Of course, this is twofold, the scripture. A man that, uh, that hath friends must show himself friendly. So that is to say that if you want friends, well, show yourself friendly. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> I'm sure if my wife listens to this, she's probably going to hang her head right there and shake it and disbelieve that I said that. But, you know, it's it's pretty cut and dry. If you want friends, be friendly. Uh, don't be hateful. Don't be difficult. Now, all of us have our moments that were difficult. I am difficult at times. But for the most part, I try to be reasonable and and uh and I want friends. I want good people around me. So I want to be a good person. I don't want to be difficult. And also the the second part of that, there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Of course, that is Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. Um, Jesus is that friend who will not let you down, who will not discourage you, who will not encourage you when you are going the wrong way. Jesus is the one who sticks closer than any brother, any sister, any one in this world. He will not let you down. He will not fail you. I will fail you. I will let you down from time to time. If you know me or if you've known me for any length of time, I have. I am sure that I have failed you at one point, and I'm sorry for that. I, I am sorry that I am not better, but I, I am not the one who sticks closer than a brother. I try my best, but Jesus is the one. Proverbs 27 and 9. Now, this is in the Message Bible uh, or translation of the Bible, um, just because it's a little bit more clear here. Just as lotions and fragrance give sensual delight, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. How true is that? A sweet friendship, a real friendship refreshes the soul. There's nothing... Uh, much more refreshing than a real friendship when you just know that somebody's there and they get you. They get you. Okay. Uh, a beautiful set of scriptures here that I want to read to you out of the book of John, chapter number 15, verses 12 through 15. Jesus says, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. He goes on to say, you are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. How how beautiful is that? That Jesus Christ, the mighty God, Uh, the creator of the heavens and of the earth, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last, the, the God who speaks everything into existence, the mighty God, the almighty God, that he 
calls you and I a friend, not a servant. You're not a robot. God, you're not just a slave, but you are a friend of his. If you will let, if you will let him into your life, and if you will, if you want to be, you will be a friend of his. And we get insight when we become a friend. He says, "Look, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, like the the taskmaster who the servant doesn't know what's going on, and all they know is they're getting beat and they get these orders." But he says, "I want to let you in." And everything that my father's made known unto me, I've made known unto you. Keep no secrets here. Proverbs 17 and 17 says, A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A friend loveth at all times. Hear that. If you are a good friend, a real friend, there's no days off. Now, I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm probably preaching to the choir. But you don't get to pick and choose when you're going to be there for someone. Now, just because someone may have done you wrong or made you mad, just because they you're having an off day does not mean that you get to write people off who should be and have been your friend and have shown you mercy and grace time after time before. Um but a real friend loves at all times. Amen. Elisha told Elijah, I will not leave you. Ruth told Naomi, I will not leave you. And Jesus told us all, I will not leave you. Behold, I will send a comforter in my name. He was not talking about some other being, some other entity, some other person. He said, I will send the comforter in my name. The Holy Ghost, I'm coming back to you in spirit form as the comforter. So Jesus is that one who is alive and well. He lives inside of us. His name is Jesus. He is the mighty God, and he is the Holy Ghost. He is the Almighty. We need to be what Jonathan was to David not what Job's friends were to him. And I say friends there in quotations. Um, Jonathan was a real friend to David. Of course, Saul, Jonathan's father, um, stricken with jealousy and envy, hatred towards David because he was about to lose his throne, his, uh, his kingship to David. And, and and so Saul was seeking the life of David, wanted to kill him, sought to kill him. But Jonathan, Saul's son, stepped in and, and communicated these, um, these uh, attempts at murder from Saul to David. He said, look, he let him in. He, he spoke with him and gave him the, the insight that he needed to stay safe and when to run away. Um, Jonathan was a good friend. And and the Bible says that they were very close to one another, very close indeed. Um, Of course, Job's friends, if you go read about Job, Job was having having a real hard time there for a little while, lost everything, lost all of his kids and his uh, house, lost his animals, lost everything. Um, And then these quote-unquote friends showed up, and they sat there for several days 
as he lamented and sat there in silence. Um, and then they, when they finally did open their mouths, they were pretty much accusing him of sin that, that surely had to be the reason why God would do this to him. And so that is not the good, the kind of friend you want to be one that knows no better. And so you just open your mouth and begin to word vomit, um, about things that you know not, okay? We need to be better than that. Uh, Just a couple of more minutes here. I want to cover two more points, and then we'll close this out. We must allow, this is so important right here. If you don't hear anything else I say, hear this right here. This is so important. We must allow our pastors to first be our pastors before they can be our friends, Okay? The same way that I am first a father to my children before I am their friend. Now, my pastor and, and I have a close relationship. Uh, I've been close to my pastor for a decade, 10 years now. We have been close friends. We, we have a close working relationship. We have worked together in the secular realm for eight years He's been my pastor for 10 years. Um, He dedicated my children. We are friends outside of church and outside of work. We are friends. Um, But but all of those things, everything else takes a back seat to the fact that he he is first my pastor. Okay, so it's difficult at times to know when to take one hat off and when to put another on. But we have learned through trial and error, Um, and I have learned how to stay into submission and to to have a humble spirit and and him likewise, Um, because if I don't know when to take one hat off and put another one on, then I can quickly come out of submission and I can can take advantage. He could take advantage, and so he is first and foremost my pastor. I've made it clear before, and if he listens to this, he, he will be reminded again. Uh, he is always, he, he always has a right, and he has an invitation for me personally to be my pastor. He, can, he knows he can always come to me and say, Justin, you are, you are messing up here. You should not do this, or you should not go here. Or if, if he's heard from the Lord, I trust his relationship with God enough to be my pastor um, that I'm willing to to listen and submit to that. Now I don't. I, I value our friendship. I would not take anything for our friendship. Uh, he is a a good man, good father, good husband. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. But first and foremost, he is my pastor. So uh, I say all that to say, do yourself a favor, and if you are friends with your pastor, and hopefully you are, um, never lose sight of the fact that they are first and foremost your spiritual guide, your leader. And we we must treat them with uh, the utmost respect as a godly leader first before they are, are our friend. And lastly, if you walk away from someone duller, that's a word, more dull, uh, than you were when they came around. They are not a friend 
for a true friend will sharpen. Okay, the Bible speaks clearly about this. Iron sharpens iron. Okay, so if you walk away from someone who you are close to, you you spend time with, and when you walk away from that individual and you feel drained and you feel dull and you feel uh, you just don't feel like you gained anything, you're not encouraged, you're not edified, if you are not excited and 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 ready to to go and win souls if they don't leave you sharper than you were when you came into their presence i'm not saying to write them off i'm not saying to to disown them or to hate them but i am telling you find a better friend <laughs> amen find a better friend because a real friend after you leave their presence you will be excited you should be uh, equipped, you should be smarter, you should be encouraged, uh, you should be, you should just leave their presence thinking, man, I, I am so glad that God, thank you, Lord, for placing them into my life because iron sharpens iron and I feel sharper, I feel ready to for the task at hand. I want to be that to my friends and and for any of my friends who listen to this, you know who you are, um, whether I've known you for a day or for 10 years or longer, you hear me right now. If you are a friend of mine, then, then I'm asking you to forgive me, forgive me of the times when I have fallen short and I left you duller than when you came into my presence. But I'm asking you to, to be patient with me because I want to sharpen. I want to equip. I want to edify. I want to build other people up so that they can be the best for God that they can be. That is a real friend. And so with that said, thank you so much for listening to Live With Intention podcast. I hope that you are encouraged today to go out and be a better friend. We're going to be posting some new stuff coming up soon. Got many things in the works right now. But until next time, we pray that you're blessed and that God keep his hand upon you and lead you and guide you into all truth. In Jesus' name, be a good friend.